This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Rich Bradbury. This is Enterprise BizBytes. It is uh, Tuesday, the 25th of July, 12.06 here in the studio. <laughs> and I'm joined by Roshan Kennison, of course. How are you? I'm good, sir. Um, uh, you were going for a particular cadence this morning with no, your... I, I was just waiting for the seconds to tick over, so I was exactly on time. Yeah, but you was like, hello, I'm Rich Bradbury. This is Enterprise BizBytes. <laughs> I, I was trying to work out my timing, you uh, see. That's why I was pausing in the answer. Waiting for the, the specific 12.06 Zero, Correct. Correct. You're yeah. so specific. Like I a know, Swiss, I know. Like a Swiss watch. Sometimes like a Swiss watch, yes. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes like a snowy alp. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Today's show, of course, it is Tech Tuesday. Uh, we've got a few topics that we're going to discuss with you today. Um, we'll be talking about, um, we are mentioning AI. I did say we were going to try and draw a curtain across. We can't do that. But, not, but Matt said we can't. Exactly. So we'll be looking at some of the uh, growing concerns of digital artists over the use of their work in AI-generated art, something we've touched upon before. Uh, Apple's potential price hike for their upcoming iPhone uh, 15 Pro models. Elon Musk, uh, his bold move, uh, as that's one way of putting it, uh, to rebrand Twitter as X.com and Spotify's decision to increase uh, their subscription prices for the first time in 12 years. This is where you queue, uh, I think multiple times we can queue DJ Khalid's uh, meme, another one, right? So right. it's another price hike, yes. another big move at Twitter, so-called, yes. another change in pricing for Spotify and right. other subscription services. And I'm sure there are people listening at home who are as tired as I am about hearing about Elon Musk and what he's doing over at Twitter and all of the things that he's involved with but it's newsworthy and of course it affects businesses worldwide you know i mean whatever we said and done uh, tesla is here in malaysia um he he's multiple businesses starling is becoming uh, yep. starlink is be a, a big topic right now um because they're launching in malaysia uh, the prime minister himself has uh, has said that it could be a good way for us to increase connectivity mm-hmm. so there's a lot of uh, his businesses are very much entrenched in a lot of the things that we do mm-hmm. and the moves he makes uh, good bad or ugly impact uh, the landscape right because fingers in a lot of pies fingers in a say. lot of pies and yeah. you know some might say that his push for EVs may have you know, may have been to the detriment of other more green alternatives Mm, mm. to mobility, Mm. right? So um, that's why we've got to pay attention to what he does because he's also got... Earlier this morning, I was speaking to uh, Craig Chong from Powered by Rise, who is an Elon Musk fan. Mm. The reason he went into uh, EVs and built out his own uh, uh, EV chargers was because of, I guess, indirectly, or sorry, directly inspired by Elon. And towards the end, I think he was... We're talking about opportunities for acquisition Mm -hmm. and we're talking about a few players and then he said, yeah, maybe Dato Elon will one day want to do it as well. <laughs> and at first I, heard, I thought I heard him say Alan. So if anyone was listening to it, no, he said it was Elon. Right, um, right, right. So I guess that's the, um, the, it's the, it's the that's cultural the embedding that yes, he's done. Yes, know? yes. And he's very good at it. Okay, uh, let's start <laughs> off with this Apple thing then. Um, n- not a big deal necessarily, but, uh, you know, they're considering raising the price of the iPhone 15 Pro and mm. uh, Pro Max. And this is according to a result by B- uh, Bloomberg. The current price for the iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max are 999 US dollars and 1099 US dollars, respectively. That's already expen- expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the lower end uh, iPhone 15 and iPhone uh, 15 Plus are going to remain about the same. But they're about. Um, 
to ship about the same number of iPhone 15 units as the iPhone 14, uh, with a target of around 85 million units for this calendar year. Stable unit sales, uh, combined with a price increase for the Pro models, will result in an overall increase in iPhone revenue. Uh, Tim Cook suggested earlier this year that customers are willing to pay more uh, to get the best iPhone possible, indicating that price rises were being discussed. Let me Let me just... Yeah. Ask you. Oh, yeah, okay, sure. Are you willing to pay more just because it's the latest iPhone? First of all, I never buy the Pros. Right. Um, because for me, it's a comfort with iOS, and yeah. I know I will always do the math. So if I buy an iPhone, I want it to last three, four years, yep. and I will arbitrage it, or not arbitrage it, I'll amortize it that way. Um, would I pay more? Um, it's I, I would, but to a certain limit. At some point, you got to start thinking about what's reasonable yep. for a Malaysian to pay, right? Considering yep. the uh, the, the market price, and not just that. It's just, it's just the purchasing power parity. It's just yeah. it's different. Yeah. Um, the one way to think about it is how many hours of work goes into purchasing something. Yeah. So if let's say minimum wage is fifteen dollars in the states, a thousand five hundred dollar phone is a hundred hours of work. I think I got that right. Yeah. Yes. Five thousand ringgit with a minimum wage of a thousand five hundred ringgit. That's about three, four times more hours work. So yeah. it really doesn't make it, it, sense a to lot. a lot of people considering the fact that um, there are other options out there mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. end of the day, uh, would I pay for it? I think it really depends on how much it is. Sometimes I buy the previous model. So like my phone, I bought it last year. I didn't buy the 14, I bought the 13 right. because it was finding it cheaper. And right. the marginal difference didn't justify mm-hmm. making that tick up. So it seems like you know they're keeping their older models longer and longer to give people more options along the spectrum of devices. And the previous models are pretty powerful in themselves. Mm, yeah. You don't necessarily have to get the latest and greatest, but... You didn't uh, need that island thing, you know? It the was dynamic nice. island. And, and the thing is, that was for the pros. Yeah. I'm never going to buy a pro. Right. It's just a stand I've taken. It's just too right. much money to spend yeah, 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 on yeah. a device. Yeah. So, but they are thinking, of, from what I understand, USB C charging is finally going to be one big thing. And, um, uh, a, that was what I was waiting for, you know. A, a, the, for they're years. calling it what is it? The, the periscope uh, lens. Yeah, that's. I think this is that's just for optical zoom, right? It's just to make yeah. it. It's just to make. So I think that's now they can do up to gimmick. Yeah, well, I think the periscope zoom is just uh, a mechanism to help them increase their their optical range. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure how they're going to brand it. Um, is periscope the branding they're going yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, USB C. Finally, finally, yes. I mean, it's on every other one of their devices. It was only a matter of time. Yeah, but yeah. I guess, given how many iPhones they sell, it's not really about when it. It's it, there are a lot of other things that they have to consider before they implement it, right? So whether you can install it on eighty-five million units, right? But they're not looking to. So the fact that they're look they're planning for eighty-five million units means that we've hit peak phone. I mean, we've hit peak phone last year, or the year before. Mm-hmm. You know, smartphone sales are coming down. Um, but they're still confident uh, if they, they think that they can at least maintain uh, 85 million units and they're going to see their margin expansion from the higher end phones, uh, the pros. Right. So, so they said that they're going to develop it with a, a thinner bezel uh, and they're saying it's going to be the thinnest bezel that iPhone have ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, and according to that, that is something that could potentially lead to supply shortages at launch. Uh, but according to Bloomberg, uh, the report suggests that these issues will be resolved within a couple of weeks and will not significantly impact overall production. Uh, and they're likely to announce this uh, official yeah. iPhone lineup. This is just the, the uh, most Tim Cook thing. I, it, yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I, I love the guy. I think... Um, 
in order for you to become one of the biggest companies on earth, you have to be able to organize a supply chain that can sell. It's all about so the supply just chain. Just think about this, right? 85 million units is the number of phones, iPhone 15 and 15 Pros they expect to sell mm. in the last quarter of this year, mm. from September to December. And idiots That's like 150 me. to 200 million phones they're yeah. manufacturing a year. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a work of supply chain art. It, it is. It's beautiful. I have many other issues with them, but you know, <laughs> of course, like I have a great else. appreciation for the operator that Tim Cook has been over the last decade. Now, I bought an iPhone 14 Pro Max last year, and it's the first time I've ever bought a Pro version, and it's the first time I bought an Apple iPhone in in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had bought a competitor. Ah, uh, you you have gone both sides of the yeah, aisle yeah, here. I, I, I loved. Samsung. I've been iPhone since iPhone 4, so f- as was I. 13 years. As was I. I, I, I started with the iPhone 3, in fact. Ah, uh, earlier adopter. Yeah, I've been with them all the way from, from that. In fact, I might have had an iPhone 2, actually. Yeah. Anyway, um, but then I got to a certain stage, and I was like, why am I spending this ridiculous, yeah. arguable amount of money on a device? You know? uh, and then a friend of mine had got the 13 Pro, and I played with it for half an hour, and I'm like, okay, this is why. Yeah, so ultimately, this is being responsible, right? At what yeah. point, you have to recognize there is a discussionary value to the Apple brand. Correct. I mean, first and foremost, don't don't delude yourself. There yeah. is a brand presence to it. Yeah. There's a brand yeah. value to it. I personally like the ecosystem there. But for most friends who ask me what phone they should get, I'm like, do you care if it's Apple or not? Say yeah. no. Then get any competing Android yeah, yeah. device. They're all so good today. Yeah. I mean, At that point, the, the, everything the is. The differences yeah. today are marginal because... How fast do you need a phone to be today? Right, like, right. what are you going to be using your phone for? Right, 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 right. Um, everyone can provide you the basic functionality. This is it. And it's only, like you say, if you're in the ecosystem, it mm-hmm. makes sense. If but, you're not, don't yeah. necessarily need to go in there because once you're in there, yeah, 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 it's yeah, very yeah. difficult to back oh, out. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a different problem altogether. But for all the folks, especially my parents and my aunts and uncles, all I, I generally, whenever I can, I do recommend they still stick with mm. iPhones because the App Store is just much more of a walled garden. Mm. It's been more protected. Mm. Um, more now, Way stricter rules yeah. um, in terms of what happens if you do break them. It's not perfect, but you know, even the I was speaking to some uh, uh, some IT folks um, a few weeks back, and actually he was on the show, uh, Doctor uh, Allen from Firmus. Ah, yes. And on the show, he told us uh, iOS is safer. Is this from a from a from an architecture perspective? Um, it's just a safer place in terms of the the, the risk of malware is mm, lower mm. because the risk of downloading that you have to download that malware. That's right. End of the day. That's so, right. yeah. And folks, if you're seeing a pink WhatsApp going around, please don't download it. Yeah. It is or a blue one as well. Uh, basically, there's one WhatsApp. Make sure it's yeah. <laughs> by the right developer. Uh, so yeah, just to wrap up on it's that, green. Uh, <laughs> it's, it is green. Yeah. Uh, if uh, you think about planning on buying a new iPhone, uh, particularly the 15 Pro or Pro Max, expect it to be. Uh, significantly higher than what you paid uh, last year for the 14 Pro or Pro unless, Max. Unless the ring gets strengthened, then maybe we'll see a oh, little bit of a... <laughs> anyway, uh, moving very swiftly along, uh, before we, we take a quick break, mm-hmm. it is uh, Spotify. Uh, it's their turn to increase their prices. So, um, first time in 12 years that they've decided to up their uh, subscription plan. Um, it, previously, it was $9.99. It's now a whole $10.99. Wow. I mean, I think that's fine, right? Uh, the state of the price increase. So it's $12 a year in additional. So maybe yeah. for Malaysians, we're expecting to pay maybe 50 ringgit more a year. Here's the thing. It doesn't affect Malaysia. Yeah, not yet anyway. That's right. Because the pricing for Malaysians has actually been really good. I pay Spotify family. My family is paying 24 ringgit. I think it's gone up a little bit, but 24 ringgit for four of us. 
Now, how many subscriptions? How am I to put you on the spot? Ah, let's go, let's go. How many subscription services do you think you subscribe to right now? Do Roughly. I, do I think? Okay, so I've do got... you know? Well, of course you know. You've probably yeah. got it written down in a spreadsheet. Yes, probably... I do. I do. I have a budget for it, by the way. It's all, it's all, I have a certain amount of money that I'm okay uh-huh. to allocate to it. So we have, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we also have Apple Music because it's part of the Apple One for the family. Yes. Right? So a lot of it is because there are four or five of us using these facilities in the yeah. same household. Yeah. So we've got the Apple One, we've mm-hmm. got Spotify, there's Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime Video, HBO Go. HBO Go. But that's with Astro, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. one part there. Uh, Apple YouTube TV Pro, YouTube Premium. That uh, premium honestly, Pro, yeah, yeah. YouTube it? Premium would be the last thing I give up. I oh, give really? up everything else. Why is that? Because uh, I like watching YouTube content. Plus, okay. it gives me music. Yeah. It gives me podcasts. Okay. Um, I'm waiting for YouTube to launch a podcast-only feature because right now YouTube doesn't have that. That's right. And if yeah. YouTube entered the fray with a podcast uh, feature or a separate app integrating Google's podcasting app there, it would, I think, really change the game right mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. right now it seems like Spotify has taken the dominance away from Apple in terms of podcasts. I put up a poll on yeah. LinkedIn the other day and I was very surprised to see that most people are listening to uh, podcasts on Spotify. Yeah. Um, so quite interesting to see. So yeah, so those are the services I use, I think, at the, uh, off the top of my head. I think I'm about the same. Yeah. Maybe a couple more either side, but... Yeah, let's not go into that. Uh, <laughs> but, they, you know, we've seen uh, price increases from other major uh, music streaming services. Apple have put their price up. Amazon have put their price up. Tidal put their price up. YouTube, mm-hmm. music, premium, uh, YouTube music Premium put their price up as well. Yes, uh, I noticed that YouTube Premium in Malaysia also went up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, But once you, even after you split it, it's gone from, it's like a one ringgit extra per, per family sharing member. Right. Yeah. So. so, like you say, it's not affecting Malaysia just yet. Uh, we are expecting it to come here, though. Mm-hmm. I was looking through the, some of the countries where it ha- is immediate effect, yeah. and it's a place US, UK. Yeah. We Euro, are actually getting yeah. subsidized pricing. It's yeah, it is it's, so they they are targeting their pricing because if you make it in tandem with the US pricing, then mm. it could get quite expensive. Mm. And maybe it's about market share. Mm. It's about making you. Uh, so used to it that you know it becomes the default for you, right? That's it. Like yep. on one part, I have Apple Music for free, mm. but I still use Spotify. Why? Because mm. it's my default today. Mm. I've tried to rationalize this. Like, if I'm really paying for this, I might as well use Apple Music. But I'm not. And th- I tried Apple Music for a few years. It didn't get my buy-in. Now I've come back to Spotify. So it's this is all the apps, right? They're all trying to get market and then make you stay with them over the long term. See, when they have a USP mm-hmm. is when they get my buy-in, right? Mm-hmm. For example, Apple Music, the spatial audio. When you have a pair ah. of those headphones that do spatial audio, it's I now I now I understand why mm-hmm. they get my dollar. You know. Anyway, yeah. uh, time for a short break, then, folks. Um, yeah. So there's two things going up: uh, Apple iPhone next year, and of course, your Spotify will be going up potentially a little bit later on uh, in this year. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about, uh, we have to mention AI, we've not spoken about it yet. Great. But we are doing it in reference to art and Picasso, and, you know, all things refined. Is that any better? <laughs> no. And then, of course, we can't let him get away with things. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, from Twitter to X. Uh, of course, Elon Musk will be making an appearance uh, on the show at the end uh, as we move out towards the end of the show. No, in studio. He's joining he's, us he's in, the studio. in studio. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Elon. Uh, we'll be taking a short break. Music coming up in just a second with Queen after these messages here on Enterprise Biz Bites on BFM 89.9. Business, finance, and more. BFM 89.9. 
Welcome back to Enterprise BizBytes. My name is Rich Bradbury. I'm joined in the studio by... Roshan Kennison. It's 12.24 here in the studio. And if you want to get in touch with us while we're discussing these things, get us via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number. It's 018-789-8899. Twitter, we're at BFM Radio. Shouldn't you say X? Yes. Uh, yeah, get us on... No. <laughs> There's so much to talk about that. We'll get to that in a minute. Be patient, be patient. Um, but um, one of the things that we, we mentioned in the past and we've spoken about regularly is obviously AI and AI-generated art. And um, I, this was an article that I was reading over the weekend from the BBC, and it's been picked up by numerous other outlets, about this... Um, artist, uh, digital artist. His name is Greg Rutkowski. Uh, and he has been doing digital art for uh, games like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering and all of that kind of stuff. You know, so he's, he's a, a well-known artist. And it seems that his work uh, has been used as prompts in AI tools uh, to generate art of more than 400,000 times since September of 2022. And this is all without his consent, of course, which means that his name has been used more frequently than artists like Pablo Picasso and Leonardo da Vinci. So I don't know if you've used these tools, Roshan, but when you use Midjourney or Dali or any of the other generative things, you, you're looking like I've... You're looking like me when you talk about things like taxes. <laughs> no, uh, can, I, can I honestly tell you what was going through my brain when you said when you said Dali? Does he mean Wally and he's got it wrong? No. Uh. It's worse than that. My mind straight away went to Pitbull because... <laughs> because wow. Because he says Dali or something, yeah, 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 like yeah, some, yeah. some place in uh-huh. Miami or whatever. Okay. Yeah, so when you said that, I just thought of Pitbull. Sorry, let's, let's right. get back so, to serious so, business. <laughs> People's work being stolen by robots and right, AI. Right. So basically, when you use this uh, piece of software, you can type in stuff like, generate me a piece of art in the style of, and All then right. you name the artist, right? Um, so yeah, his name has been used more than uh, Picasso. I mean, it's pretty impressive that his name right. is being used more than the other people that, you know, Da Vinci and Picasso, which are such um, long-lasting names. Right. But uh, it's also not good. Right. So here's the thing. Why do you think people are using his name more than, you know, the greats? Honestly, I have no idea. Is it because of his work in Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that? Yeah, it is. It's because people are using that kind of style uh, to generate stuff like their websites and for like e-books and all of this kind of stuff. Interesting. Now, obviously, like many other artists, he fears that his uh, people are going to get confused from seeing stuff that's been AI generated Uh. because it looks almost identical to the work that he's created. So it's not an quote-unquote, original piece correct, of art. Correct. And I guess in this situation, it's because um, it's about usage, right? Because it, like, it. what is the usage of Picasso in data? Like, what kind of abstract uh, work are you creating for your website, right? right? So right. it's very niche users, even That's in right. Da Vinci. But whereas this one, because it's so ingrained in the culture of, uh, of fantasy uh, and fantasy works, um, unfortunately, you start using his to create... Um, artwork that you can use for your mm. own projects within mm. a minute, which unfortunately, um, depending on which country, which is 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 copyright uh, misuse, uh, copyright is. infringement, right? Because yeah. in the states, I think it's quite clear if you're preventing someone from making money mm. based on their copyright, that mm. is an infringement. Mm. Um, but that's in the US, and in this case, if you are preventing, if you wanted his work or his kind of work, and you're uh, indirectly um, 
without his permission, giving other people the ability to do that, you're preventing him from making money without so a licensing fee. Imagine so, you're a lawyer in the US trying yeah. to defend that. You know, who, where do you sit and who do you, who would you charge? You know, who would you... You'd go after the platforms. You'd, would you go after the platforms? Yeah, they've right. got to sign some kind of licensing fee, I think. Right. I think it has to come to that. Uh, to Like when, when Uber and all these first came about, it's a different model. Yes. A different economic model for these yes. ones. It's it's a shared economy kind of situation. So the policymakers, uh, I'm sure they're already looking at it, um, given how much of a existential threat <laughs> AI is. Uh, I tried not to use it, but I did. Um, so I, I, I want to see what they do here because end of the day, um, it's a licensing fee situation. Maybe they're going to have another robot conference to discuss this, you know. Like we spoke about last Thursday, uh, last you no know the ro- robots sat around. Mm, no dis- more robot conferences. Discussing guys. you know you know which artists are, are their influence. That would yeah. be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. So you know this is this is the state of when new tech comes around, right? It's the old Zuckerberg adage of move fast and break things. Mm. But because we're moving so much, uh, Rich, I did not mean literally, literally break my things. microphone stand has just fallen. <laughs> you to pieces. moved too fast and broke the That's mic. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's right now when we move fast, we're moving very fast. Yeah. Um, and we're not taking into consideration the concept. All right, I'm here, here I go. So, you know, <laughs> if we thought social media's implications and the negativity was going to be bad, how much more worse is it going to be given the processing power that's available out there for AI to do these millions and millions and millions of computations within a second and process that kind of information? And we're not even sure how it got from A to B, mm-hmm. I mean, later on, right? Mm-hmm. So these are the concerns that we need to be watching out for. We are already worried about the kind of impact it's had on our young people. What's yep. it going to have on society is large. Yep. Um, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Some of the things that they're doing here, the productivity gains are going to be very powerful. But we need to start. If we're worried about building highways and we want to get studies for that before we build a highway, we need to be doing those kind of uh, studies for this. But because it's the internet, who's going to do it? Who is the regulatory authority And, and that's here? the thing, though. You know, the, it, It's already out of the box, right? Yeah. You can't put it back in the box. This is Pandora's box. Exactly. And you can't, oh, no. yeah, and you can't say to a country, uh, hold on a second, you know, we all need to pause for a second. Because what they're doing is, let's say, for example, the US sits down and they put all these kind of regulations in place or whatever. Who do you think is going to then go ahead and steamroll and go ahead? Other countries around the world, are like, oh, mm. America's now paused. We can just carry on a little bit. Yeah, but uh, you see, with other countries, so wh- who is the biggest competitor here? Probably China, right? Of course. But China's way more organized, right? Um, way more um, uh, determined. Uh, determined. Once being they one. make a decision, that it gets done. Uh, it's more guided. That's the word I'm going to use. Uh-huh. They're more guided, right? right? But they're also not afraid to clamp down on tech. Right. They've showed it time and time again. Like if you you are not going to be bigger than the state, no one person's going to be bigger than us. Um, remember who is the boss here, right? Mm-hmm. That's the tone. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because policymakers should be the one governing big tech, not the other way around. In the states, we've got a different situation where corporate interests have become so entrenched in the politics that um, it depends who's supporting who. But it seems that we are uh, not. We are. They are. There seems to be this one bandwagon of big tech needs to be regulated, but there's no agreement on why they need to be regulated. Right. Right? One is on censorship. The other one is on uh, how big they've gotten. Mm-mm. I don't see how the US is going to come together to find some kind of re- – uh, or the North – the, so Europe can come together and do it, right? But then they'll just go to the US to do all these different things. Um, 
it, uh, and when we say this all the time, but it, it is a wait and see. Mm. Uh, we are starting to see resistance. I mean, we saw the the very the one letter statement, one line statement that came out a few weeks yeah. back. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of money being pumped into this. So and, and it's the U.S. military who are spending an awful lot of money. Yeah, on this. I'm and sure they it's are. It's not like they're going to stop. They don't want people to stop developing it, you know? Yeah, this is this is step one towards Minority Report. Anyway, um, we should probably move <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, to talk about something to, even to, better. Yeah, to talk about something even better. X uh, marks the spot, Rich. It does, right. So obviously he bought Twitter last year, and he's begun this process of... It's a paint job. Yeah, exactly. Rebranding he's the social... The black paint re- and like... Rebranding... Kick out the birds. It to X.com, and re- replacing that bird logo with a stylized version of, of the letter X. I don't know if you saw his tweet when he basically said, you know, we are looking for a new logo. If it's good enough and somebody posts me one, I'll change it tonight. Yeah. So I, I've got the series of tweets right here. Uh, to embody the imperfections in us that make us unique. If good enough, X logo is posted tonight, we'll make, we'll go live worldwide tomorrow. And soon we shall bid adieu to the Twitter brand and gradually all the birds. Um, frankly, I love the negative feedback on this platform. Vastly preferable to some sniffy censorship bureau. So uh, he's he it, it really does feel like a stream of consciousness sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I, I was seeing. I honestly thought it was a joke at first. Yeah, you know? and then I'm it like, does feel like it. But then I'm like, hang on a minute. This is Elon Musk we're talking about. Exactly. You know, and and he he makes these decisions like seemingly whimsical. Yeah. But obviously not whimsical. How much did he pay for X.com? That had to know. be owned by somebody, I, uh, or maybe he already had I, it. I, no, I don't think he had it. Yeah. he must have paid a lot of money. Yeah. a lot of. But money. I guess a fraction of forty-four billion that he paid for the company overall. Well, of course. Um, but I, I, I mean, I don't understand the. Maybe it's. Why didn't you start your own company then? <laughs> you know, right. you're rebranding such yeah. a yeah. such a big social media app to yeah. Twitter. No one's ever going to call it. Learn from Facebook. Mm. Sorry, Meta. No one calls it Meta, right? right? Unless you're using it from a from a business perspective, you have to call it Meta platforms. What, what, what are you going to call a retweet? You know, a re-ex? It doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, then again, a retweet didn't really work, but then it joined our lexicon and it, it became, you know. So what is a post on X then? Uh, it's not a tweet anymore. No, it's not. I don't know what it's it is. A, it's an X. Yeah, but is it a mark? Uh, oh, could be. Ah, good one. X yeah, marks yeah. the spot, right? So right. It's, maybe it's a mark. Uh-huh. And, or maybe this is a bit to make fun of Mark Zuckerberg. Could be. You know, you can't put could anything be, past be, the Musk. Be, yeah. Now, obviously, there's a lot of users who are unhappy with this because they've spent years tweeting, building up their presence on the site, uh, feel a little bit alienated. Um, some users, of course, uh, have said they're still going to call it a tweet. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it just feels like I, we, we know he's trying to develop this all li- in one He app. likes X, right? Yeah, the Tesla is. Model X, you got yeah. SpaceX. Yeah. Um, I found out that the... So X.com was an online bank founded by Musk. So he had the, he had the URL oh, already. Oh, he did already. And this eventually became PayPal.com. Uh-huh. So he had it from back in the day. Oh, that so was he's smart. had this on so, the back So he's been sitting on this for a long while. Yeah. So what is is X meant to connote this like cross like it's like the intersectionality between all the different businesses and he wants Twitter to maybe sit at the middle of that but how but then you'd think if somebody has been sat on on that URL for so long he would have had a logo by now surely yeah you know and then just to reach out and kind of crowdfund his logo 
Uh, I don't know. But even Jack well, Dorsey, it's, of course. It's great engagement, right? It is. It is. Jack Dorsey, of course, creator and founder of, of Twitter. He stated in a tweet that while the rebrand was not, quote, uh, essential to achieve Musk's vision, uh, there was an argument for it. He noted that the Twitter brand carries a lot of baggage, but that all that matters is the utility it provides, not necessarily the name. Yeah. So the Twitter CEO, Linda Yaccarino, uh, said that X will be transforming the global town square uh, and it will be a platform with, and here's the thing, I think what they're trying to move away from maybe the Twitter baggage mm. is unlimited interactivity centered in audio, video, messaging, payment, and banking. So maybe it's that Twitter has too much baggage as being a platform, being what it is today, that they need to give it a paint job to allow it to move to a different kind of use case. Um, so we're talking about the aim here is to be a global marketplace for not just ideas, but goods, services, and opportunities. And all this powered by mm. AI. Now, here's the thing, right? You, you can rebrand it as much as you like. You can give it a new shiny paint job. You can give it a new name. The problem is the reason that Twitter is not doing so well is because of who owns it right now. That's mm-hmm. the be-all and end-all of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't doing well from before from a business perspective, but right. now people are losing their faith in the platform. Correct. Uh, but I guess it's whether he can pivot this, right? So Also, as just much- looking at the X logo reminds me of the Nespresso logo. I don't know why. Uh, is it because we're looking at Nespresso ads on the web, on this website no, that we're looking it, at? Was there? Um, there was an Nespresso ad earlier up, I think. Oh, it's gone. Uh, anyway, uh, but it does look at it. You know, yeah, it's yeah. It, it's the it's the let. Oh my god. Uh huh. It does, right? Yeah. Folks, go and take a look at it if you can. Yeah, yeah. Let us know whether you see what we see. Yeah. Um, but again, uh, see. Tes- uh, not Tesla, sorry. Elon is not afraid of backlash. He's never been one to back down from a fight. Uh, and the kind of grit and determination he has, I mean, he has many faults, but he, I think he has a plan. Um, it's just that he's, he's the troll in chief, yeah, right? Yeah. So he likes, he's, he likes this kind of attention and, you know, getting people to talk about it and, uh, and, uh, and criticize him. And then he'll come up with something later that, you know, does well. Like Tesla was, was also one of those things which was very uh, negatively talked about by many people. Mm. But today it defines what an EV is. So, I mean, you look at the models of Tesla, right? So it started off with the Model S, then the Model 3, mm-hmm. then the Model X, then the Model Y. Mm. What does that spell? I, com- you, you I, com- I completely, I completely phased out. You, there. you can't do it on air, but uh, I'll tell you afterwards. But for those of you listening at home, you will know. <laughs> All right, uh, we should probably wrap up then. We've, yeah. we've given him enough time for today. Uh, so there you go then. If you're only just Which joining was us, the plan. All there along. you go. If you're only just joining us today, uh, we've been speaking an awful lot about uh, things that are affecting the tech world. Uh, growing concerns of digital artists about their use of the work in the AI gener- AI generated work. Uh, Apple's potential price hikes for their upcoming iPhone. 15 Pro models, uh, Elon Musk to uh, Twitter as X.com, and the price hike, of course, uh, for Spotify. First time in 12 years. Thank you very much for tuning in today, but don't go anywhere if you uh, um, want to stick around for the Breakfast Grill replay. Uh, this month, the war in Ukraine crossed the 500-day mark uh, since the Russian invasion of Ukraine began it back in February 2022. How do the events in Russia's history inform the political developments of today? And what role does the international media and for- uh, foreign correspondents play in crafting narratives of Russia for the rest of the world? Uh, for perspectives on these issues, the Breakfast Grill spoke with the former BBC correspondent and author James Rogers. That's coming up just after one o'clock news. On behalf of myself and Roshan, this has been Enterprise BizBytes. We'll be back same time, same place tomorrow here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 
For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.